Hey, uh, what's the uh, what's the buzz? What's what's the buzz? What's the buzz around here? Where, where do you get all the honey? What? Where do you get the honey? At the yeah. Store. What's the buzz about the honey? What's the what's what's the K hive? The fuck are you it's talking about? Who are you? These are all these are all uh, uh, bumblebee references that I'm doing, John. Oh. I'm doing wordplay to open up this episode I see. of the podcast because it's, the because buzz? of the name of the Where's because of the, the name honey? of the movie. Am I because gonna of go the name in of the K-Hive, for Anal- fans of the vice president. Anaphylactic Anal- shock. Oh, that's a good one. Do, do you need an EpiPen? EpiPens. Where, where do I get the EpiPens around here? Uh, not cheap. Hey, what's up with this Winnie the Pooh mur- murder movie that they're making? <laughs> hey, man, the public domain is the public domain. You and I. Oh, I can't wait till we're in the movie. public domain. I believe. People stop making parody balcony podcasts. Oh, dude. Oh, fuck, dude. That has not happened yet, has it? Uh, parody Balcony Podcast? No. So, in my opinion, and hear me out on this one, podcasting is a fad. It's not going to last. What are you it's talking about? We're, we're, like, uh, we're like the radio the of the future. Cast parodies. Where's the Weird Al of podcasting? You well, know, I the think... guy that goes FWT with Mark Moron. Mark Moron. Oh. You know, the Mad Magazine of podcasting or something like I that? I thought it was a good idea until you actually spelled it out. Now I think that it's just silly. FTW with Mark Well, they Moron. have, like, uh, Bonanza. Unlo- Bananas for the- Bonanza. And then he'll go, like, unlock the gates. Instead Danny of Daly. Gates. Danny Daly. Andy da- Andrew Daly? No, oh. Andy. Yeah. No, those are sincere character podcasts. So I'm talking, good. So funny. You know, comedy bing bong. Instead of comedy bang bang, Cake comedy boss. bing bong. Cake boss. Cake boss. You want to just do a comedy bang bang uh, parody podcast now? Not. Look, and don't take this the wrong way. Scott Axelman. I do want to do it. I don't think you're the guy. All right. Fair I'm enough. Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to step out and cheat on you as my co- podcasting partner. Fair enough. I'm having I'm having some podcasts, but I feel like I could be one of those characters that pops in every once in a while. Wow. And goes no. like, "Oh, I invented parking meters." Yeah, no, unfortunately. And then no. we and then you did yes and me. That, that, and then no. we go to a commercial break, and I'd be gone by the time we came back. I'm so pissed because that is a great idea, but you cannot be a part of this. All right, fair enough. But that's an unbelievable idea. It sucks so much that I do not want you in this in any way. No, that's fine. I'm fine with it. It's not the people I'm with. They keep asking to bring you in, but I I actually clear. You got to make a wall, a delineation. You know what I mean? Cut the cord at some point. Let the baby run. Yeah. Well, babies actually crawl first. You got to let the baby crawl. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. No, is that what your 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 when you had your babies? Is that what they did? That's what I did when I was a baby. Oh well. So sorry. I've got oh. two fucking kids. Oh, you're the expert. Oh, I'm sorry, Michael. Your wife is dead. <laughs> what? Classic Arrested Development riff we just went down. Hey, play the theme and shut the fuck up, Sean. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that, get this. Stung. <laughs> oh, full circle. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. Two boys in a balcony. Old timey time. Two boys in a bumblebee. 
It's two boys in a balcony where he's not... America's favorite, most lovable. Oh, we are uh, lovable. We're, we're in friendly. the top, top ten of Mediterranean politics podcasts. I don't know what that means. I'm just juicing the numbers. What's Mediterranean? Is that Greece? I don't know. It's like dressing. Right. It's like a water. They got a sea, Mediterranean Sea. Italy, is that Mediterranean? Anyway, we're uh, in the top five over on the Mediterranean politics podcast. Dude, gotta love it. It's nice to just place on any list. That's Unless it. it's a list that's that you it. get placed on that's not good. Oh, FBI, t- most ten oh, most wanted any list. Of those, any of those FBI lists for the most part. Some of them part. criminals think that's an honor to be in the ten. You don't want to be on any of those. I don't want to be on that. Even a regional, even even uh, state jurisdiction, it sucks to get on one of them lists. I used to work at the Registry Motor Vehicles, and they used to always have the uh, the child support. You're always bragging list. about that. You're well, always yeah. going on about, hey, I used to be it's able to nice look at people's union job, driver's license photos, could not do whatever. That. that is illegal. Whenever I wanted to, I'd print them out and I'd no, that's laugh illegal. at them. No, can't do it. I would never do that. It's 100% illegal. I'd go right to right to right to poop jail. <laughs> right to registry jail. They got a jail in the registries in most uh, of them. No, we had police officers that used to do the road exams and then uh, they were causing too many problems. So oh, they got right. uh, they went private. They nice people. They hired uh, civilians to do the road exams because the police were constantly getting in fights. It seems like something they would be getting in. And it's a place where people want to fight the police. That's Yeah, the dude. So I watched Serpico this week, so I get it. You love fighting the police. How was Serpico not nominated? There's a whole this is one of I think one of the weirder years that we've So many discussed. good films. Uh and but not not a one movie that like stands out. Like last week, it was the fucking Godfather versus Cabaret. You go like, well, you can't go wrong yeah. either way. Those are fucking classics. But this week, it's like, I don't know, Serpico probably. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's good. Serpico is fantastic. It should have been nominated. But I think The Exorcist Paper, probably watched, should have won. I watched Paper Moon this morning. Fucking phenomenal. Oh, Tatum O'Neill, right? Ryan O'Neill Unbelievable. Tatum. It's it's so good. Didn't great she, film. Did she win she for wins. that? She wins Best Supporting Actress. No Best Picture nomination. So I don't know what's going on. The snubs this week are all its all over the place, and the things that did get nominated. On uh, the flip side of that, though, I'm glad that we don't have to actually watch 10 movies a week yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, the good thing is is that when once they come back to the 10 movies in the 2000s. I've uh, already seen most of them. Yeah, we're fucking nerds, so we were just doing that shit on our own anyway. Yeah, so, fucking loses. Stuff's done. I do got to watch Sea Biscuit. Um, yeah, I got to do it. I think it's a good movie. Nicole really liked that one. She loves. There horses. was a there was like a three year period where there were a lot of horse movies came out. Yeah, Sea Biscuit, War, War horse, 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 just straight horsey up Horsey Horse. The Mister Hands video. Mister Ed. Yep. The movie. Oh yeah, that was and then Mister Ed the sequel. Yep, and then the Mister Ed the. <laughs> The horse porn parody, XXX parody. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was what? bad. Yeah, it wasn't that good. It was bad. It was like the weird Al Yankovic of horse porn. Because the thing is, is that I went in to see a guy fuck a horse like in a funny way, but it was two guys in a horse costume. <laughs> this isn't funny at all. No. There was two dudes in a horse costume just doing their own sexual stuff. And they were mostly just kissing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was very chaste. Inside the horse costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually very sweet, and kind of, but I was, like, not in the mood for, you know, like, romance and stuff. And you couldn't see him. It was just sounds. Nope. It was just 
It was like the fuck scene in Rent. A misshapen dude. horse costume. Every now and then you just see a hand poking through and you go like, Ridiculous. You ever get stuck in the rear end of a horse costume? I've never once been in a horse costume. Rear it, seems like, it seems like the shitty end. Okay. Because of the... All right, take a hike. Take a lap. You put your mic down. I want you to take a lap around the house. Run I'll around be back. the house. Thank you. Jesus Christ, the shitty end because it's the horse's butt where the poops come from. This kid. This fucking 52-year-old kid. Not hey, I was Not saying the shitty end just because you don't get the eye holes, but it's even funnier the way you said it. Yeah, Going to take another lap. Those eye holes are fucking useless because horses' eyes are on the side of their fucking skulls. So what are you looking? you got to like look sideways like a fucking you're in a submarine. You only look out one of them. Yeah, and you end up walking into a fucking wall. Or into All right, take it another lap. That's how my dad died. He died in the back end of a horse, walked into traffic, got hit right by the <coughs> truck. My father even... died hitting a horse in traffic. In, in what, He was driving the truck, then hit a hit, horse with the guy. The horse, hitting the horse like the kids say, like, oh, yeah, I'm hitting it, you know, like that. or like just Yeah, like fucking a horse. Of, okay, all right. Just wanted to be clear. My dad died fucking a horse. The one time I want to be respectful to the, the memory of your parents, I want to make sure I get. Uh, oh, I kind of feel like you weren't trying to be respectful hey, to their big memory. big shout out. Big shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mike McMorrow, hitting me up on Facebook. I think oh, my God. Was, he does not listen to this podcast. Pretty sure his name was Mike. He did. He did think that I knew you somehow. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> he said, "I'm pretty sure." He you bought know your him. album, dude. He thinks That's, you're a funny, dude, and you're just a prick about it. I put a little heart react on there. No, but you sent me a message. Said this kid's a loser. I you were like, "I want to fight him." I'd like to fight him if I get a chance. So I gave you your address. He'll be there probably sometime I flipped, this week. I flipped weekend. through the profile pictures. Your brother looks like he whipped the shit out of me and you. It'll, it, well, no, he's got bad knees, man. That's yeah, between but, me and you and the rest of the podcast listeners. Nah, if if you have dudes, to take him got, out, dude. He's got some fucking pythons. He's, he's got gonna, no fucking left kneecap, dude. Surgically removed. Kick him in care, that dude. fucking knee, he's dude. Got, He'll drop. He's got fucking reach. He's drop. Knocking. He's sending you to sleep before you even get drop. close enough to fucking sweep the leg. He's coming in. Whop, pow, and you're down. Fucking Mike McMorrow. Powerful, dude, man. You're so scared of, scared of my brother, right? Powerful, man. <laughs> so scared. He looks like he rides motorcycles. No, he doesn't ride a motorcycle, but he can weld. Oh, he can take two yeah. pieces of metal and put them together and then fuck, hit you on the head with them. This fucking guy can build battleships. And he I, says, this Sean Sullivan, he's a, he's a pretty funny fella. Good kid. Good fucking kid. He's and I said, eh. You know, my casket shut. It's material that he worked on and he honed. It's not like he just. All right. <laughs> no, I'm like. Don't be cruel. No need. No need. That's what I'm saying. All He's right. missing. Okay. Well, fair. I, I walked into that one. Gentlemen. And we're, we're talking about the 46th Academy Award. No, that doesn't April feel 2nd, right. 1974. Back of the DCP, Dorothy Chand. So smoky posted. in that building, I bet. Oh, dude, I, people were fucking. You know, if Ripping Barbara Streisand is there and she's with uh, Elliot Gould, Elliot Gould smokes. I think he smokes packs at a time. I think that's how he smoked at the time. He just put a whole pack. You in always his mouth. keep them lit. Whoosh. Fucking that dude was fucking. Anyway, hosted by Burt Reynolds, Diana Ross, John Houston, and your favorite actor, David Niven. Uh, How did David Niven get in there? Yeah, I don't know. They, David Niven hosted uh, a lot. 
They, everybody loves David Niven except for um, you, me. Did uh, he have a uh, TV show, like a talk show? David Niven? Did he Niven? ever go that? Yeah. Did he ever become one of those people? Not that I'm aware. I'm pulling up his Wikipedia right now. Uh, I only know him really uh, from... Uh, Pink Panther? Yeah, one of those. Maybe the first one. It's not called the Pink Panther. It's a Shot in the Dark or some shit. Fuck it. I'm not looking it up. My that was a, that was a Sellers, right? Was Sellers in all the originals? Yeah, yes. Except for, I think, the last one because he died during production. So maybe... Uh, I think, like... I genuinely like think... During, I, during the... During filming or just while I think so. Um, I that's not, I can't. I would love to watch all those, but I like I on set feeling like uh no, like at home and then just like right. oh shit, hey, where the fuck is Peter? Oh, he died. Oh yeah. fuck. Not like all right, bring the helicopter in. Uh, I want to say I do believe that uh, Roberto Benini played his son in the last uh, Peter Sellers Pink Panther movie. Oh really? Uh, son of son of the Pink Panther maybe. Anyway, that's not what we're here to he talk about. He wound up doing, yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah. All as right. as a grown up though, not as a little kid. They, they no, no, up doing not, one. Not yeah, a, they wound up doing one. It's not Austin, yeah. Ace Ventura Jr. This is no. I'm saying you're saying uh, Roberto Benini played his son, and I'm thinking not in the seventies. No, si- in the eighties like, or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, he was a grown. Just because you're life, just because uh, you're an adult doesn't mean that you stop being a son. You know. That's when was Life Is Beautiful? That, that was that like ninety two or was that in no? The 80s? It was way ninety nine, two thousand even. Was maybe. it that late? Yeah, I hated that fucking movie. I've never seen it. I, I will. That's one that I'm gonna have to watch. It's probably the movie that's taken me the longest to get through out of any movie I've ever watched. Now, would you say that's your your least favorite Holocaust comedy? Uh it's up there. I would say right now, Jojo Rabbit's my least favorite Holocaust. Oh, I, I think Jojo Rabbit's a much better movie than Life is Beautiful. Uh, I'm a little down on uh, Taika Waititi at the moment. That's is that because movie. of the new Thor? What a stinker. Yeah, they all look like stinkers, dude. I tried to do that multiverse yeah. to Doctor whatever Strange, and it whatever looks they're doing so now, bad. Um, is not great for the Marvel movies. They've, they put out... F- what? So in the last... Since uh, Endgame, they've had uh, Black Widow, which is not a bad action movie, but eh. Sh- uh, Shang-Chi, which is pretty cool. But these Eternals. are all movies, or are you talking these are all shows? Movies. To- all these right. are all movies that came out, not the shows. The shows have actually been pretty good. I think they put too much focus on the shows. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or some shit, that was okay. Eternals was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Spider-Man No Way Home, I fucking hated. Doctor Strange is okay. And this new Thor movie stinks. Not great. Yeah, I made it like 15 minutes in the, the new Doctor Strange, and it just looks like the CGI in it is just dog shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, there's some good It's Sam like they're Raimi not even trying to make it look real. Sam Raimi comes through a little bit, but just watch everything everywhere all at once. It's the better. But, like, if you compare, like, how this shit looks compared to, like, say, Guardians of the Galaxy or something. Oh, sure. Fucking wild, dude. Yeah. I don't I don't really know what's going on. It's uh, unsustainable, I think. I think uh, the Marvel movies are going to collapse. And I, that's I mean, it, they should have ended no at Endgame. It says Endgame right in the title. That's the end of it. 
fellas. We well, blew hey, up. Man. Snapped his fingers, right? And he did they the thing that. Javier Javier Bardem, I think, is going to be playing uh, Doctor Doom for the next uh, twenty movies. Is that the Spider-Man one, right? That's, uh, that's the Fantastic Four. Oh, I don't know, dude. I apologize. Jesus Christ. What's Metal that? Based? Doc Ock? Is that who I'm thinking of? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's one uh, from Spider-Man 2 with uh, Alfred Molina. Great uh, film. Anywho, none of these movies came out in uh, 1973, which is what we <laughs> None of these the films movies, matter. pictures of at the 46 Academy Awards. Uh, the Sting, uh, the big winner of the night, it wins seven awards. Um, the Exorcist and The Way We Were were the only other films to win multiple awards. Marvin Hamlish yeah. wins three Oscars, the only, third person to achieve this feat. And to date, the only person who's won three Oscars in one year without winning Best Picture. And he just does music. This fucking guy. He did The Way We Were, right? He wins Best Original Dramatic Score for The Way We Were. He wins best scoring, original score, in adaptation or score. Is that Barbara, Barbara Streisand in that? Batman. Yeah, that's Redford and, uh, and Streisand. Redford he and wins Streisand. for the score of The Sting because that's, I guess, an adapted score. That's a thing. Then he wins for best song. So really. I mean, the score of The Sting is just the fucking ragtime shit. Yeah, Scott Joplin should be getting that thing, and he should not be getting it because that song, I, I was so sick of it by, I don't know, minute four. I mean, it, they really came in strong with it. Imagine if that was the only music. It was the only like, music. That's why they kept playing if, it. But then, but what if nobody else came along to like him? Oh, if it just stayed that? It was like that, or you can listen to Beethoven, a little bit of the Ludwig. Oh, I'd go with the Ludwig van. Uh, oh, this is the Oscars with the streaking incident. Uh, yeah, it's uh, best remembered as the ceremony in which a streaker named Robert Opal ran across the stage naked while flashing a peace sign with his left with his hand. Uh, he runs right in front of David Niven, and then David Niven uh, jokingly quipped, "Isn't it fascinating to think that probably the only laugh that man will ever get in his life is by stripping off and showing his shortcomings?" Oh, he got him. Do you think he said that, little, or did they write that backstage? I think he, I mean, he was on stage when the guy ran by and then he said, yeah, but they so. throw it on the teleprompter. Oh, you think somebody was just like, he's just panicking. Like, yeah, I saw a little penis. Can you what do a, say? can you do a David Niven impression? Mm -hmm. Isn't he British? Mm -hmm. Right. No. Yeah. He's British. He's yeah. like one of them stiff upper lip motherfuckers. <laughs> like that. Is that British? So. Isn't it? That is. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Was it last week? This isn't the... Last week was the John Wayne Oscars, right? The woman that Marlon Brando sent. This year, Tatum O'Neill sets the record. Youngest winner. That might still be held. I, I think that's... it. I mean, Haley Joel didn't win. He didn't win. Anna Paquin might have uh, for the. Piano, Did you win? Won. Yep, she wins best supporting. Um, well, nothing's loading, so I can't tell you. But um, yeah, Tatum O'Neill. Just make wins. it up. Make it up, Sean. Nobody's going to no, hold she, you accountable. She won it, and then uh, nobody else. And they gave it, it back. Sold it on the internet. 
Oh, no, it is uh, unmatched. She became the youngest winner of an Oscar. Who was uh, she, like Paper seven? Moon. I think she was eight at the time of filming and then ten by the time of the ceremony. Uh, she's excellent. That's a great fucking movie, Paper Moon. Yeah, I haven't seen I it in have. a long time, but... It's uh, it's another Depression-era like film. Scammers, right? Yep. Uh, and it was like, oh, well, you can nominate The Sting or you can nominate Paper Moon, and they picked wrong. Paper Moon, I thought, was better than The Sting, even though Ryan O'Neill is a piece of shit. I think that The Sting is a good movie, but I think there's a lot better movies. Like, I think uh, just in what was nominated, I think two of them are better. Yeah, I mean, some other snubs this year. Uh, the Last Detail with Jack Nicholson, Last Tango in Paris. Flex. Marlon Brando. We got like uh, halfway Serpico. through that last night. Uh, Last Tango in Paris. What a weird movie that is. Um, they get a. Uh, yeah, Marlon Brando's uh, doing the old uh, nasty. Yeah, like a 19 year old chick. Doing the butt. He's like, looks like uh, Don Corleone just <laughs> literally just stepped off that movie. I mean, it's right. This is right in between uh, Godfather 2's next year, right? No, uh, no, we have another thing next year. I think next year is. I thought it was. I thought they were only two years apart. Uh, no, Godfather Two is seventy six. So I mean, maybe it came out in seventy five. I'm trying to look up. I'm trying to get yeah, the, the Sting God Godfather Two seventy four. Rocky is seventy six. Yeah, we got Godfather Two next year. And then one flew, over the cuckoo's next. Ne <laughs> one flew Over the Cuckoo's Next. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Next. You can't even tell. That's a great fucking movie, dude. We got so many good films coming up. Cuckoo's Neck? Cuckoo's Neck. But just uh, this week, I mean, I think this week, The Exorcist and American Graffiti, dude, are both much better uh, than The Sting. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we will talk about those two because uh, they did get nominated. I want to give you the chance to get your Serpico chat out of the way. You oh, Serpico! Serpico. It's Serpico. Call me Paco. They call me Paco. My friends call me Paco. You want me to call you Frank or Paco? Call me Paco because we're friends. That's a great um, flick, dude. I gotta check that one out. I've not seen that one. Uh, some other movies at the top ten of the year. Number one, The Exorcist, The Sting. Number two, this is money. We're talking just straight dollar bills, baby. I don't know why I went for dollar bills. They don't do that. Ka-ching. Uh, the Exorcist coming in. Top movie of the Cha -ching. year. Ka-ching. The Sting, American Graffiti. Uh, Papillon. Pa Papillon. Papillon. Uh, yeah, Papillon. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Steve McQueen, Dustin Hoffman. Um, looks like a prison escape movie. Uh, the Way We Were with uh, Babs and Red Ford. Uh, that's a Sidney Pollock film. Magnum Force, the Dirty Harry sequel. I think that's the one where he says, uh, do you feel lucky, punk? Uh, Last Tango well, in do Paris. Ya. Well, do ya? Paper Moon. Live well, and Serp let die. Do it, do it, do it. Serpico. That's, uh, is that Sidney Lamette? Who? You do that? Serpico. Oh, uh, I'll look that up in one second. Number nine, top ten, Live and Let Die. I was going to give you the chance to sing the Guns N' Roses. Live and Let Die. Bow. And then The Devil in Miss Jones. The Devil in uh, Miss Jones. Is that a porno? 
it sh- it sure is. Again, it is, is right? Second year in a row that they've yeah. I mean, adult but pornographic film in the top ten made fifty yeah, million but at the box. There were house. there were adult pornographic theaters. I mean, that's, the, that's where you showed them. So it has no home video, right? Right, Billy? Uh, not yet, right? No, what are we like in? Seventy four. You need to reel the reel or some shit like that. Yeah, uh, you Super could still is, you could uh, still watch fuck fi- films at home if you wanted to. They're bad enough. Yeah, you gotta work at it. You gotta get you gotta a reel to reel. You get the guy from the movie house to come down, set it up. But then they call you a pervert, and you're not allowed to go to church anymore. Well, that's a bonus. Bonus. Uh, that was Sidney Lumet, uh, one of my favorite directors. It turns out. Yeah, so I gotta check good. out the Serpico. He's the uh, director of uh, hey, Twelve Serp- Angry Men, dude, Dog Day such... Afternoon, Network. There's so many fucking people in Serpico. Big um, cast. Murder on the Orient Express. I got. I'm gonna have to check this one out. Sidney Lumet. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We wish you all well. Do better next time. Jack Lemmon wins do best better actor. better next we love time. It. We, loved, we love it when Jack Lemmon wins best actor. We do. Save what, the what, Tiger. Save the Tiger. What the hell is that? No idea. Uh got to find it. boring as shit. It's Jack Lemmon, though. Love about that, moral man. conflict in contemporary America. Glenda Jackson oh, wins it. for A Touch of Class. Tatum O'Neill for Paper Moon, a supporting actress. And then John Houseman wins for The Paper Chase. Uh, touch of Class was good. I don't know. Uh, best Picture good, but... Uh, best Supporting Actress, uh, the nominees this year, it's Tatum O'Neill and Linda Blair, children. Uh, Candy Clark from American Graffiti. She plays the... The, the, the blonde. blonde. Yep, that uh, hangs out with the nerd. Madeline Kahn for Paper Moon. Who she's fucking awesome. I love Madeline Kahn more than you. Yeah. You love her more than I love her, or you love her more no, than no, you no, love me? I, yeah, that one. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. What don't you because, love more look, than you love me? All, I mean, seriously, no it'd be easier Kahn to just more than you. I love Madeline Kahn. That's not. Even it would be easier to just come up with a list of things you don't love more than you hate me. I don't. This is a stupid conversation. I love Madeline Kahn more list. than you. If I can prove it. Fucking want. I'll make the list, and then Sylvia Sidney. Boop boop be doo. Good run. Uh, but the nominees for Best Picture are. American Graffiti, directed by. Let's do it George again. Take Lucas. it from the top and drop the extra R. Pretty. <laughs> America K Can Graffiti, directed oh, by George Lucas. A couple of high school graduates spend one final night cruising the strip with their buddies before they go off to college. Uh, I believe uh, produced by George, uh, produced by Francis Ford Coppola too. It was produced by Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, dude, it's a great movie, George dude. George Lucas without American Graffiti. Ain't no Star Wars. Ain't it's, no Star uh, Wars without American Graffiti. It's Americana, dude. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, Richard uh, Dreyfus. It's like a mixture between uh, Last Picture Show and Dazed and Confused. It's yeah. just like fucking like... the last... Da- it's like the last dance. Like the last day of last picture day is kind of like uh, last picture show. Last picture show feels kind of depressing where you're kind of like, oh, this. I mean, it is. Yeah. And I think black, I think it being in black and white uh, helps to sell it like that. But American Graffiti is that. But like fun and colorful. Richard Dreyfuss is super annoying as always. Ron Howard's good. Uh, It's just the kids uh, with souped up hot rods. Cindy Williams is great. She's incredible in it. 
Um, like between this and then is the conversation next year or is that last year? Next uh, year. That's next week because it's uh, Francis yeah. Ford against uh, himself. And then, I mean, all this, like the the beginning of American gra- Graffiti, they just like took for Happy Days, the opening of Happy Days. They took the same oh, tune. Oh, yeah. And so just that. I did look into that a little bit. And uh, the pilot of Happy Days had already been shot. Oh, had it? How, that's how Lucas uh, cast Ron Howard. He watched the pilot because he knew Gary Marshall somehow. And then like, all right, this kid would do it. Uh, Happy Days is like specifically the 50s. This is 62, I think. Yeah, 60. But, I mean, uh, 60. Yeah. This is like so the last it's... minute before the Beatles in Vietnam. But uh, fun and movie. actually, Viet- Vietnam started in '55, technically. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, the French conflict, sure. But all these kids should have been headed to Vietnam. Yeah, there's only one of them that dies in Vietnam at the end. Yeah, no, no, no. And he seemed like the poor kid, and that makes sense. The rich kids would uh, get exemptions, like the Trumps. Uh, good movie, Wolfman Jack. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it needed to be nominated for Best Picture, but you're a big Wolfman Jack boy. I love. I like. I do. Oh, look at you! You almost did him. You were gonna do him. All right, baby. All right, we're coming around here. We're gonna be playing some songs about surfing and cars and girls. Oh God, that hurts so much. He was pretty fucking big in the seventies, and I honestly don't know if. He came about because of this movie, or if he's in this movie because he was somebody. Nah, dude. He, you know, he's in the movie because he's Wolfman Jack. All right, sure. so yeah. I mean, dude, I fucking shot on Oz at the top of the charts. People got this fucking like dude, hard on for the had 50s, a fucking and this guy comes in and do Wolfman. They had a Jack. weekly TV show. Yeah, so this is all this is all boomer nonsense. Uh, but uh, hey, we're lucky for it because then we got uh, then we got R two D two and BB eight because of American Graffiti. Cries and whispers. I mean, we have Baby Yoda because of Gremlins. We all know it. Joe Dante, Joe I got Dante you back. Publicly said, I got you fucking back. We Here's all know it. I love Baby Yoda, but I just also like we love only Gizmo. got. We only had Furbies because of because of Gremlins. Yeah. Nobody ever did fucking anything of, about it. But then we get that cool necklace from uncut gems and then we get the furby scene in the mitchells versus machines so all right i can't complain <laughs> uh cries and whispers directed by ingmar bergman as agnes slowly dies of cancer her sisters are so deeply immersed in their own psychic pains that they can't offer her the support she needs holy shit maria is racked with guilt at her husband's suicide caused by his discovery of her extramarital affair the self-loathing suicidal karen seems to regard her sister with revulsion only Anna, the deeply religious maid who lost her young child, seems able to offer Agnes solace and empathy. Yikes. That sounds... I, yeah. I made it like 45 minutes into this movie, and I could not make myself watch the last hour. I, Ingmar Bergman's one of those names. It's like him, Fellini, there's the French Godard, I think. Truffaut, like all these foreign directors that like you just hear their names, and I've never seen any of their movies. Uh, Ingmar Bergman's the one that does the the. Uh, now, is it because in your mind you like is it uh, subtitles that is holding you back or? No, I think 
I think specifically <laughs> with Ingmar Bergman, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to watch his movie and then at the end of it go like, "Oh, I'm too stupid for this shit." Because I think he does real like smart people shit in like. Uh, I mean, he does. Like, I think he does real human stories, right? Isn't that like? Uh, I think so. But then he also does the Seventh Seal with Max von Sydow, where it's the one with the uh, you know the picture of the guy. Is that like? Yeah, is that like? Chess Greek, with death. Greek mythology or something? Uh, I don't. Never saw it. I would like to go through this. We've already passed that, right? That was yeah. In the that 60s, was in fifty-seven. Right? The only one I've oh. ever seen is Persona. I saw that. I took an avant-garde film class when I was a freshman. Oh, look at you getting out there, putting your name in the hat and saying, "I'll do it." Yeah, well, hey, they got to get at least five kids to have a this, class. I'll, I'll be wild. one of the kids. So when I went to orientation, because I had declared to be a theater major at UMass, they sent me. They all knew. Once you okay. say it, once you declare it, they all point at you and they say, that's the fucking kid will do it. So when you're at orientation, you got to fill out your schedule for the first semester in the fall. And they send you to a guy who helps you do that. And the guy who did help me do my schedule was like, OK, so you love theater. I'm going to put you in this class. It's called. Uh, narrative avant-garde film. And I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. He goes, I'm the professor. And I go, oh, I understand. Oh, you're just fucking, and I have to buy a book that you wrote, don't I? Yup. Did you have Uh, to buy his book? Um, I did have to buy a book, but I don't, he did not write it. But he got a cut of it. His name was Don Levine. Oh, the Don Levine from Levine's Pharmacy down the street from me? Nope. There's no such place. Uh, he, there is a song by the band, uh, the Pixies called, um, oh fuck. What is it called? Where is my mind? Nope. It's not that one. Slicing up eyeballs. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, you told me about this before. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Frank Black stood up in the class. Oh, uh, DeBaser. He was showing the film DeBaser and he would ruin the entire movie with this long lecture before. And then you would watch the movie. So the class was like four hours long. And the legend is that Frank Black, of the lead singer of the Pixies, stood up during the lecture and said, "Stop ruining the fucking movies." And then, uh, that, then he wrote then a song about it. Then he was like, "I gotta write this. I gotta. This is a, this is exactly what we need." Yeah. To uh, anyway, "Cries and Whispers" was very uh, maudlin, very dark, like. Uh, yeah. And it was shot in a, in a very, uh, like, the colors. It was, like, real red and white. Well, and I'm sure that that means something. It wins Best Cinematography for its uh, cinematographer, Sven Nykvist. I watched the trailer, and I was like, this is, like, strikingly, like, the red is very red. And the yeah. white is white, and it looks cool, but... I have a feeling it's got something to do with red and white blood cells, but I could oh, yeah, not probably. prove it in a court of law. Yeah. And also, you turn the subtitle. I mean, off. she has cancer, yeah, right? speak Spanish. Yeah, I bet that's uh, what it is. Anyway. The Exorcist, directed by William Friedkin. Uh, 12-year-old Reagan McNeil begins to adapt an explicit new personality as strange events befall the local area of Georgetown. Her mother becomes torn between science and superstition and a desperate bid to save her daughter and ultimately turns to her last hope, Father Damien Karras, a troubled priest who is struggling with his own faith. Ellen Burstyn, Linda Blair, Max von Sydow, B.J. Cobb, you and I watched this movie together last we fall. We did, Sean. We had an, we had an exorcist night. And then I rewatched it again the other night. 
and it, it it's so fucking great. Rules. This is my pick of the five nominees. This is yeah, definite. Won. It Easily. definitely should have. Uh, I I think. What are we? Fifty years, forty-eight years past. I think it definitely holds up the most. Um, I think American. I, I still. I think American Graffiti is a fantastic movie, but The yeah. Exorcist just has. It's fuck. It's incredible. The thing about The Exorcist is that. So when you we were talking about American Graffiti, you're like, uh, it's kind of like Last Picture Show, but like the Exorcist is like nothing else up to this point that we've watched. This is yeah. like, you go. This dude's doing something new, and it's fucking. It's really, really, really great. Um, yeah, it really holds tonight. up. Like the rewatching it is just—it's really good. Um, I have seen Exorcist Two: The Heretic. That is okay. There's Exorcist like three. He's got George C. Scott, and I don't even think it. it like it's some whole, whole other thing. They go like a serial killer route or something. I'm not. I'm. I've just been told it's like that. In Psycho Three, are like where you go like, oh, obviously those are bad, but they're like, no, no, no they're really fucking weird. Yeah, I might, I might uh, watch the sequels. Uh, Why not? Let's have a party. We'll have an exorcist party. Or at least, hey, we're getting up once we get up into those scary months. Oh, boo! I'll put, I'll at least put them on a watch list. Why not? And I'll be like, I'm watching you. Don't do anything bad because I'll report it. Your final nominee, A Touch of Class, directed by Melvin Frank. What a fucking name, Melvin. Ah, uh, anything else of note from Mel? Uh, Mel Shapples. Uh, Watch it, dinghy. No, that so was from I, Alice's Restaurant. I was Sean. gonna say, uh, I was gonna go through, but uh, no, I've never heard of any of these movies. Sean, can I just have one moment? I just said Alice's Restaurant. I meant Mel's. Sure. Alice's Restaurant, obviously. The the Woody Guthrie song, or is it Alo Guthrie? I always confuse the fellas. I don't give a or shit. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You know I think, the song. Uh, Bound for it's Glory. Thanksgiving That's movie about Woody Guthrie. That's coming up. That's next week. Is that the one? Oh, is it? No, that's the Rocky year. The seventy six. Rocky year. Yeah, because it's Rocky Jaws, Bound for Glory, I think, and then I've seen the other two. Uh, the last nominee, a touch of class. Steve, a happily married American man living in London, meets Vicky, an English divorcee, and run off to Marbella for a rollicking week of sex. They then return to London to set up a cozy menage. That's so despite weird. Despite the fact dude. that he loves his wife and children, and now realize that he and Vicky have also fallen in love. I don't want to watch this. It's fucking George weird. George Seagal, dude. Glenda Jackson, Paul Sorvino, Kay Callen. Eh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it got nominated for Best Picture when Serpico was right there, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, that's weird. That sounds shitty. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Elliot Gould guy, not a George Seagal guy. Put Elliot I mean, Gould George Seagal... Fuck all over, I'll fuck him all over London. Great actor. He was in, uh, fucking Gould, all uh, over London. Just dropping sperm here. I'm dropping sperm on Abbey Road. I'm dropping sperm at Big Ben. Hey, I'm over at Windsor heard... Castle. Oh, all of a hey, sudden, I'm over it here. George, at, uh... Hey, George Seagal, when he was traveling around London, he, he probably heard somebody go, uh, mind the gap. That's great. 
Uh, Sean, the, you're like what? the funniest person in Massachusetts, I'd say. Not yet. Not yet. In the running. Uh, top 16. Uh, the winner, of course, is the Sting. Buzz. What's the, what's the Roy buzz? Hill. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. George Roy Hill, uh, director of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Uh, he made some other movies, Slaughterhouse Five. Oh, really? It, now this is—they only did two movies together, right? Only two. Uh, this I feels like a make good for uh, not awarding Butch Cassidy, <coughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I think um, uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid was a better movie than The Sting. Yep. Um, he does uh, direct a uh, hockey comedy, Slapshot. Uh, oh, great movie. And uh, his final film is Funny Farm with Chevy Chase, another New England classic that we I enjoy that. Enjoy. I enjoy that movie. We should have done that one. Yeah, well, once we get through all the best pictures. And oh, no, 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 no. And the we decide. Is done. No, 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 we no. decide. I'm out. I'm out. I'm all right. Out. Hey, you, now, well, now end. you're on. Hey, we'll now you're on. <laughs> Go. Oh, oh, Go no, do no, your no, comedy bang, bang bang podcast. I'm not going to stop you. We will meet up annually once a year to discuss the most recent Best Picture winner, and that is. I don't it. think I don't think I can commit to we that. Will, we will cease contact. I don't. Think no I more can communication that, between your family and mine. Though I will still yeah, keep in touch right. with your wife and send her Christmas cards. Oh, you fucking son of a bitch! You leave her alone. <laughs> uh, the Sting, Paul Newman, Robert Redford, Robert Shaw, Eileen Brennan, Charles Durning. Do a crazy uh, cast in this fucking picture. Roy Ray Walston, uh, Harold Gould. Um, just look, I watched this before. This is one of my dad's favorite movies. I watched the first time, really. Expensive. Oh, so you didn't like it because you're like, uh, I'm cooler I'm so than my dad. <laughs> you don't fucking owe me. I'm gonna. I'm my own man. I make my own decisions. This is a, this is no Freddy Got Fingered. Step Brothers is the best comedy of the 20th century, and you're out of your fucking mind if you don't disagree. If I'm out of here. <laughs> and, and I know it came out in the 21st century. That's how good it is. It goes back in time. The Sting. Uh, so I, I was watching this expecting it was going to be like prestige levels of twisty and like, holy shit, what's happening? Oh, no. But um, it's kind of goofy. It's kinda, very goofy, dude. You just like fake a, a horse race. It feels like a stage play. Like it. <coughs> is that what it was, or was no. it a book? No, but it feels it feels so artificial. Like all the sets, all the streets that they're on. It's like so clearly not. They weren't going for realism. I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, second watch without like all the expectations of what I thought this movie was going to be. Much more fun. Fun. Just a nice, fun movie. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it it's slow, but it's it's good. Uh, my friend Casey Malone, multiple times uh, yesterday, the most recent, has said that this is a mo people complain about movies being too long, and that's usually nonsense. But this movie, if you cut forty minutes out of this movie, it's fifty percent better. Absolutely. If this thing was ninety minutes of just fucking hijinks, dude, you and, could like, take out the middle plans. grift that they do. Because I think they, they pull the race thing three times. They do it like yeah. the first time, and then they do it again to prove it, and then the last one for the big payoff. Yeah. I think they could just cut out the middle one and 
Get it wouldn't get rid matter. Of the, the uh the diner waitress assassin shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Let's let's talk about it. Uh it didn't we, I thought we just did. Go? I'm Newman. Oh yeah. I'd go with Newman. All right, yeah. good night guys. We'll see you guys next week. Well, you know, just for this fucking charity work alone, I think he's better. Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh, but Robert Redford. And I think he's he's got more movies that uh that stick out in my mind, probably. Yeah, I think he's uh, the better actor, but I think Robert Redford's the better star. I think they're both great. I wish they had made 100 movies together. I don't know why they didn't. They're fucking excellent together. They seem like they're having a great time. They're the too original... busy making movies with other people. Yeah, probably. Having sex with their beautiful wives. I assume. I don't, you know, I don't Who was Redford married Wives to? weren't beautiful. Uh, was he married to like Barbara Streisand or something? No, that was Brolin, right? Nope. Well, they he was married, married to uh, Lola von Wagenem, uh, and they get divorced in 1985. And then he marries Sybil Zaggers in 2009. If you don't want to tell me who they're married to, that's fine. But I uh, just told you, I just I, they're not married to famous people. He's just he married a bunch of fucking regular uglies, you know. Uh, that's Radford. Paul Newman, uh, he was married to uh, Abraham Lincoln. No, Joanne Woodward. Uh, yeah, Joanne Woodward. Uh, and he's got six children. And Robert Redford's only got four. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's based off of a book called The Big Con about real con men and shit like that. Um, this is a thing that people used to do. People still do. Some people even get all the way to the highest elected office in the land doing this shit. That's the real con. That's the real sting. The twenty six. The real con. Um, they play uh, the song "The Entertainer" by Scott Joplin. Uh, and so many times. The song "The Entertainer" by Scott Joplin. So many times. And uh, they do. Listen, we spend all our money on the music, <laughs> yeah, and it's this look. one song, and it's on this old wind-up piano player that we use. Yeah, Radford won't come to set unless his favorite song. Is <laughs> And there's got to be a guy with the monkey grinder doing it. So the best, we're going to go with his second (laughs) song, The Entertainer. Uh, Um, Trying to see if there's anything. Redford gets nominated for Best Actor. Newman, nothing. Nothing for him. Take a hike, Robert and Paul. I mean, it's definitely more a... Robert Redford Redford movie than uh, Newman movie. Which I think Butch Cassidy... Like, he doesn't even show up to, like, halfway through it, right? Like, it it takes a while for Newman to show up. And then all of a sudden, he's got him in the tub. He's, like, turning the shower on him. Are you you sober? Who are you? Why why have you done this to me? Best picture, best director, best original screenplay, best art direction, costume design, film editing, score. It loses sound, cinematography. Yeah, I mean, I think how, how you don't give best director to uh, William Friedkin? I don't know. He'll get. Nope, he doesn't. I don't think he ever does win best uh, director. Well, he definitely should have got it for The Exorcist. I'm sorry, he did win best director for fucking uh, French Connection. Did and he? just two weeks ago, right? That was him, right? I mean, he should have. Did he win it? 
I'm going to look that up right now because that's embarrassing. We're Best Picture Podcast. It seems like we're we not, should know this. We just talked about it. We're not We're not Best. Uh, he did win Best Director. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Saved. Uh, and he's also got, a, he's got, uh, he got nominated for a Razzie in 1981 for Cruising. Oh, good for him. So that's, that's always fun. We love the Razzies. Maybe that's what we do. After we finish the best pictures, then oh, we'll don't the... come crawling back to me now, you fucking <laughs> loser! <laughs> oh, the comedy bang bang thing fell through. <laughs> no, no, no! I got an idea. We're gonna watch all of the worst picture winners, dude, as decided by the Razzies. When did the Razzies start? Uh, I'm looking it up right that now. That feels like a '70s thing, possibly '80s. People were very mean in the '80s. Yeah, they're fucking garbage. This had to be like, I'm on cocaine and I don't like this movie. I got to tell uh, everybody about it. I can't wait for the internet. Yeah, 1980s, the first. Here's the rundown of the worst movies from the first ever Razzies. Here are the nominees. I know Battles. Can't Stop, ba- can't stop the Music Wins. Oh, I, I love that, that fucking movie, dude. Are you kidding American me? That's the Village People movie. Film. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, there that movie Fox, dude. Okay. It's bad, but it fucks, dude. That is All a right. great film. Buckle up, dude. Anytime uh, I see that streaming, dude, I will watch it. Cruising, the Al Pacino. Steve um, Gutenberg, dude. Crazy. Uh, cruising, the Formula, which is a Brando, George C. Scott uh, film. Friday the 13th. The Jazz oh, come Singer on. with Neil Diamond. What a fucking uh, Friday the 13th, Razzie. Fuck off, dude. The Nude Bomb, starring Don Adams. Oh, come yeah. on. Oh, hold on. I the saw nude... that in the theater, dude. <laughs> the Nude Bomb? Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I think once we get to the 80s, I'm going to make a note on the spreadsheet. We have to go through the Razzie Wars picture nominees because yeah. this is so much I fun. S- I saw Nude Bomb at, uh, at, in Hingham. At the, what can uh, you tell us about the Nude Bomb? What is it? There wasn't nudity, dude. I fucking thought I was going to see so much nudity at that movie. Instead it's some, uh, it's, uh, it's fucking, uh, Don Knotts, Agent 99. Yeah, uh, Don uh, Adams, Agent 86, but, uh, Maxwell yeah, Smart. Yeah, what's the shit? Maxwell's Get Smart. Yeah, it's a Get Smart movie. And the bad guys there have a bomb that makes you, like, your clothes disappear or something. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah, but I didn't. Uh, I was, oh. I was so sure that I was going to see so much nudity in this movie, and it I didn't happen. I mean, I'm happen. looking at the poster, and it's it's a lady pulling uh, her, uh, her unzipping her shirt, and Don Adams sticking out with a gun. Raise the Titanic gets nominated for worst uh, film. James Cameron? Sat- no, 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 different <laughs> film. Uh, Saturn Three, uh, with Farrah Fawcett, Kirk Douglas, and Harvey Keitel. It looks like shit. A movie called Windows with Talia Shire and Xanadu. Oh, Olivia Newton-John. And Gene Kelly in his final film role. I mean, there's some stankers in there, but there were a couple movies that I take umbrage with. (laughs) All right. So that's going to be that's going to we're going to build that into once we get to the 80s. I'm sorry. Everybody. Everybody is so excited right now. I guys. The listeners are losing their shit. They're finally talking about the Razzies. <laughs> uh, My Google alert went off. Uh, Robert Redford stars as Johnny Hooker. He's a grifter in Joliet, Illinois. Uh, and he uh, cons $11,000 in cash in uh, something called a pigeon drop from an unsuspecting victim with the aid of his partner, Luther. 
This is the opening grift where uh, uh, they think the guy got stabbed in the leg and got robbed, and then the yeah. other guy comes over. And he and switches like, hey, out whoa. the money. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't make sense, heads or tails, of how they made any money or how they knew that this guy had a ton of they, money on him, but they must have. They had it. He had him add his money to the pile of what the money was. He said, unless you want to, oh, unless you right. want to lose that. Lose everything. That's right. And he winds up, uh, they wind switch. up taking out a numbers runner. Yeah, so it turns out that this money was going to the mob. Um, and then uh, they come and they kill uh, his friend Luther, who's been his uh, his uh, kind of mentor in uh, grifting. Listen, and that money's for the mob. That isn't your money. You and can't Luther's have that money. That the is the run. mob's. He's gonna he's gotta hide uh, from in Joliet, Illinois. He's gotta hide in Chicago, Illinois. He's really, really protecting himself. I try to hide from Charles. The money Garding. that he stole, the money he stole belonged to Doyle Lonigan. Um, and uh, once when they're investigating it, we meet Charles Durning, who plays a corrupt uh, cop, who uh, is just uh, trying to get paid off. Um, and then Hooker pays him uh, with the counterfeit money. Yeah, he gives him counterfeit cash, so then he spends the rest of the movie trying to find them to get real money. Yeah, like just a dirty like, cop, hey, just to hey, just fucking me. one moment. That money you gave me, not real. Yeah, not give real. me real money I can't now. Even spend it now. You give me the real money, please. Um, like, shouldn't you be doing something? Nope. This is my shift. Nope. This is what I'm doing. Uh, Robert Shaw uh, plays the crime boss, uh, Doyle Lonigan. He's fucking great. Which, just by the way, accent. by the way, it's like the entire plot of Serpico, just in this little storyline here. Just cops oh, really? fucking going for payoffs, okay. yeah. Uh, Luther, uh, before he died, sent him. He goes, you got to go to Chicago. You got to meet Henry Gondorf. Uh, he's, uh, he's Oh, you like the wizard man. from the Lord of the Rings? No, not him. Yes. Uh, yeah, Gandalf? No, a con uh, Three Days of the Condor? No, 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 that's a different Robert Redford film. Just spend the weekend uh, walking around Chicago looking for Gandalf? No, yeah, you're Paul looking Newman, for the wrong uh, guy. He's a He runs a merry-go-round or some shit with his, uh, his partner, Eileen Brennan. Um, and uh, he wants to get revenge on uh, Lonigan because... Uh, they killed Luther, who was his friend. So all these con men decide they're all going to team up and do the ultimate yeah, con. That's so weird, dude. It's like, it's fucking... And then... They, like, then we get, bring we people in. It's like Boston casting holding open auditions for the <laughs> for the scam. Well, so they do this... They, they, that's the setup. And we know that's the setup because we get, like, a... Like, a pencil drawing. Like, a, who's the fucking... Norman Rockwell drawing of uh, yeah they do little sketches of each thing, uh, chapter and then, they, and then they turn the page and it it's uh, cute once and it's annoying every other time dude it's like I used to have this handy cam dude that you'd have all these cheesy little filters on like these yeah, dissolving a lot of... it's so bad dude, dude once you notice like, it too like I noticed it once and then it just kept no, and kept they happening like the fucking screen flip. The like flip of the shit, circle that, like, comes out. It's all the stuff you do to make a PowerPoint Not a technical term, by the uh, way, circle that comes out. More, uh, no, I think that is what it's called. Oh, but it's right. like when you do PowerPoint, you're like, I got to try to spice this up because I don't have anything yeah. in this presentation. This is you're boring. Like, right, Star Wipe, Star Wipe, Star Wipe. Star Wipe. <laughs> 
Is there any way I can make the letters look 3D? So, the the, the way they go about uh, getting this guy is they play the long con, which means they got to go to a... Love a long con. Sean, you love a long con. You know it. I love a long con. It just so keeps they going. Go, they got to get Newman into a poker game on a train. That's Newman. Stakes. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Newman. That was and, a sad uh, Newman's cleaning thing. house because he's he's cheating. We knew. We all knew. That's not one that we got to stop and we, we don't have to stop knew. and acknowledge that one. That's one that we can chat. Just go. It's like going wrong. You, you don't just make floor. delicious dressing like that without cheating somehow. Mm -mm. You uh, can't so make they're, salsa they're all... like that without being a cheetah. There, he's uh pretending to be drunk. He's calling uh, Robert Shaw by the long name. Robert Shaw's just getting pissed. Oh, I love it, dude. Finally, Lam Lama Jam. Hand. And he goes, uh, uh, Shaw's got four nines, and then uh, Newman has been dealt four threes because they've stacked the deck. But uh, watch out, Paul Newman's no idiot. He pulls out four jacks, and they're all pissed. But you don't see it. You don't see it. He just flips his cards, mm -hmm. and he's got jacks. And that yeah, tells you all you need to know cut. right there. They, they called cut, and they switched out the cards, and they said, action. No, I think he did Nobody it magically saw. by himself right there. He puts the four jacks on the table. And they all go, what, what, what? Their eyes get wide. like. And the guy behind him is like, yeah, boss, I swear to God. I swear I did the cards, boss. But he only does it with his eyes. The guy that looks like Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He looks exactly like Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers to the point that I had multiple times had to stop. That Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is that Flea's dad? Um, They, uh... But they can't uh, accuse him of cheating without admitting that they were cheating. Um, That's how so you get him. You got to cheat a cheetah. So then they send Robert Redford, who's already ripped them off in uh, Joliet, Illinois. They send him to collect the money, but uh, he turns on Newman. He's gonna he's gonna set them up with the ultimate way to rip off Paul Newman. Um, as they pull a con on a con. And then, uh, so the idea is that they're going to set up a fake off-track betting parlor. And then they're going to have a guy do the radio horse. Yeah, he's doing races. like the So they say that they get he's, the Western Union results and the guy will hold off on releasing the results or something. So they just fucking yeah. pretend they fake horse races. It seems insane. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, but they got some, there's, uh, some great, um, uh, character actor guys, um, are in this part. We got, uh, Ray Walston, who plays, uh, Mr. Hands, my, Fast Times at Richmond High. And the teacher from Fast Times. Um, he's great. He's the guy that reads the, uh, the horse, uh, nonsense with Eileen Brennan in the back. He's got that little ticker tape. Uh, my favorite guy was uh, Harold Gould as Kid Twist. Kid Twist. Uh, he's, he's the guy that um, who's like. He's the guy that you look at and you're like, my, I know this guy from so many things. My specialty is uh, a British gentleman. Uh, he's got the big goofy mustache. He kind of feels yeah. like he's the third, uh, the third guy. Uh, they hire all of these people to fill out this parlor every time. Uh, Robert Shaw comes in. There's hustle bustle. He goes in the first time. He does it, and they go, "Whoa, all right, yeah, you guys were right." Goes in the second time, 
just to double check, but this time people get in line and they hold up the line so they can't get the bet in, but he hears the results and he would have won if these fucking old people hadn't been there. And then the last time, he goes in there with lots of money. 400,000, 500,000, something like that. I think it's I think it's half a million cuz he's going to win 2 million cuz it pays out 4 1, I don't know what it is. Uh meanwhile Robert Redford's trying to get his dick wet and he uh decides he's going to um just keep hitting on this uh miserable diner waitress. Um and a hitman comes to get him and she helps him escape and uh then they they do um this thing, I don't know if you heard this thing, sex. You ever hear this? Where a guy puts his thing in the in the other person? What is it? Well, yeah. So they no. do that. They Yeah, they do it. They, well, they, it's like they sleep in the bed and stuff, and like they take their clothes and their parts In the same it. bed? Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it was. I mean, I'll have to take a word for it. That's fine. That's fine. So, it, but, I uh, got to be honest. Sounds like you're making it up. Sounds like you're telling tall tales. So there, because uh, uh, Robert Shaw, is, he goes, we got to get Salino, the best hitman there is to assassinate this hooker guy that they can't find, even though he's sitting next to them most of the time, pretending to be somebody else. <laughs> um, I mean, all they need to do is, like, can we get a picture of this hooker guy? They'd be like, oh, shit, it's the fucking, bam, dead. Oh, it's her. Um, but then the uh, the waitress turns out to be the assassin, and... She, she gets killed by the black-gloved guy who keeps popping up. It's unnecessary and boring. It was like an extra twist this movie. Didn't. It was an extra 20 minutes this movie didn't need. Uh, the final uh, thing is, so the other thing is that um, Charles Durning has hooked up with the FBI because uh, they want to bring down Paul Newman. So they're going to they're gonna flip Redford. Charles Durning is going to let that go. Then they're going to get this FBI guy. They're going to catch uh, Paul Newman. So on the day of the final thing with uh, Robert Shaw, they come in to do the bet, and then the place gets fucking raided right as the bet's going through. Uh, turns out they told him that the horse was going to finish second. He was going to place. I said place. He bet that he was going to win, so he's demanding his money back. They're like, no, and then the FBI comes in. He gets whisked away because he's an important banker. Charles Durning gets him out of there. And then it turns out everybody, even the FBI people, were fake. Newman pretends to shoot Redford. Somebody shoots Newman. And it's all, ha, 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 we did it. And then they celebrate. Yeah, they do that. That happens before they whisk uh, Robert Shaw. Yeah, so he sees the two guys get shot and killed. Yeah, and Charles and Durning's like, like you got to get out of here. You can't be implicated in this. Yeah, so then Durning leaves. He leaves. And then. And the whole time, Charles Durning thinks that they're real FBI. Idiot. Right. So it's a it's a con on a con, and then they get up and they celebrate. Uh, I think a little too quickly. I think uh, it seems like you, you should know, have a beat, let him get to the car and drive away, not be like, "Oh, I left my maybe. wallet." <laughs> maybe I should use the bathroom send, before uh, we take off. Maybe somebody else runs out, you know, and just goes like, "Yep, they got in a car and they drove." Just away. confirm that like, they're gone. Woo! No, no, they're at the end of the alley, and they were waiting for everybody to leave. <laughs> um. But then uh, they go, they split the money with all the boys. The boys, they break down the, the betting parlor or fake shit that they, and then they walk off into the sunset. And uh, Robert Redford's like, no, I don't want any of the money. I'll just, I'd only blow it. And then we Seems so in. stupid. So do, stupid. Do, 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 Take do, the do, money, do, do, do. you idiot. Yeah, I mean, he's going to. So go money. blow it, you idiot. 
And then him, Newman, and Eileen Brennan just go have a fucking just just bang monstrous, on. monstrous three way. Crazy, so hot. What a three way that would have been. The Sting <laughs> is I like mean, watching your grandparents fuck is... with your other grandparent. Okay. I'm waiting I for don't... you. The, uh, I guess the other grandmother's yeah. dead or something. I don't know what happened to her. Yeah. Well, maybe there was a divorce. You don't know. <sighs> You hope it's not a tragedy. Let's hope. Maybe it Let's hope. Um, uh, this is the very definition of a WSBK movie loft film, in my opinion. This is what I yeah, think I'd of agree when with I think that. Of TV thirty eight. Really pulling out the old loft. stuff, yeah, Sean. Yes, but I, that's what this movie looks like. Is it? A, is it a coffee culotta? Oh, is it? It's uh, <laughs> is it a Boondock Saints? I mean, this is a this is one hundred percent a Boondock Saints. In my estimation. Um, good movie, too long. Good movie, too long. Didn't need to be the best picture winner, but it was. No, Serpico should have got a nom. Paper, uh, Moon is, I think Paper Moon's a better con movie set in the fucking depression than The Sting. And I think um, with the fact with Tatum O'Neill getting, uh, what she get best supporting. She wins Best Supporting Actress. Her dad does not get nominated. They're on the set of Barry Lyndon when the nominations come out, and Tatum is visiting uh, Mr. O'Neill, her father, uh, on set. And when he finds out that she was nominated and he wasn't, he hit her in anger. Cool guy. guy. Then uh, when his uh, longtime partner, Farrah Fawcett, passed away uh, at uh, the funeral, uh, a, a, a younger blonde woman came up and gave him a big hug. And he immediately started hitting on her. And it was his daughter, Tatum. So, cool family. Uh, everybody seems super chill and normal. Um, just just totally normal. Just dads hitting on their daughter's activity. So, but anyway. Stuff. I don't stuff. I don't think we'll have to talk. No, we will for Barry Lyndon. But I think Tatum O'Neill, I don't Barry think we'll talk about her again. Good-ass film. No matter what I'm, a piece I'm of shit sure. Redford is, he's really good in that fucking flick. No, Redford is a good man. You're talking about Ryan O'Neill. <laughs> Ryan O'Neill, fuck. Ryan O'Neill. <laughs> Just casting like dispersions. That dumb fuck Robert Redford with his fucking sun dance and supporting diversity initiatives. Hey, listen. Fucking loser. <laughs> Trying to get independent women <clears throat> into cinema, you fucking jerk off. Yeah, still doesn't make a fucking nice dressing. Give the money to charity. And Next I don't think he week. can race a car very it's... well either. That could be a lie. No, 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 no. He's <laughs> Redford. Redford's not. Redford's a lover. He's not a racer. Next week, we're going Next back week, to... The part two. Reposting the episode. <laughs> Again? Because... Again? Get this. I'm probably not going to I'm not going to rewatch The Godfather Part 2 before next again? week. Again? I'm going to rewatch uh, it. I again. might rewatch Chinatown, The Conversation. I'll watch I just watched Lenny again. for the first time. And I Towering Inferno, I gotta say. Some fun flicks next week, friends. Good stuff. Oh, you can now repost the conversation episode next week. Because we already got the Godfather Part sure. 2 episode up. A little big of a bonus for you. Hey, folks. listen, just remember, you gotta you gotta to get the you gotta get to get the honey, you gotta take a couple stings to the soft body body, probably. Gonna have to pull those stingers out so, over the next like. You're gonna have to pull those stingers out sometime. All of because 
all of Kazalentine's is going to get reposted. Hell yeah. Films Somebody let that's the Kazals know. Picture. And also let me know if that's how you pronounce the name. R.I.P. Johnny Kazale. Miss you. Pour one out. Pour one out for a real one. Bye.